It is delicious. So creamy. Their flavors are amazing. So it's worth it. They have an awesome peanut butter with chocolate speckles. So Um, good. They also have an almond butter brickle. This is making me really hungry. I want ice cream. (laughs) The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 226. Bordered by eight other states, Tennessee ties with Missouri as the state that shares the most borders. Can you name all eight states that touch Tennessee? Give it a try. One of my favorite things to do when I'm traveling is just to walk around, to get a feel for the area. If you're in a city, even if you're in a rural area, just to walk around and get a sense of what it's like in that area. And whenever I'm out walking around, just meandering around, I always want to make sure that I have a backpack with me. Bring some water, maybe bring a notebook, something like that so that I have some supplies with me. And whenever I am doing that, the backpack that I always use is my Tortuga Day Pack. And so Tortuga Backpacks makes a variety of different backpacks. And I love my Tortuga backpack as well as my Tortuga Air and my Tortuga Day Pack, which is perfect for those daily jaunts. So if you're looking for the perfect travel backpacks, head on over to TortugaBackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P because that will get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who would not be denied in her search for a kind bar, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Hey, everyone. So I guess you're referring to my hangry attitude before this podcast. I That'd be what I was referencing. <laughs> well, we started the day off on a good note with, you know, a nice workout, but we didn't eat anything. And I ran pretty hard on the treadmill. And now it's like 11 o'clock and we haven't eaten anything. And Trav wants to record this podcast. And I'm like, I can't record it until I get something in my stomach. But Travis, who has apparently a stomach made of steel, is like, no, I'm fine. I don't need anything. I'm just saving my calories for the jambalaya. Uh huh. Well, anyway, I wanted a kind bar or something like that. I go down to the front uh, desk or whatever at our hotel. And the kind bar is $4.30. $4.30. And remember, this is a podcast about teaching how to travel more and spending less. So that was not going to fly. Yeah. And I knew that Travis would not be happy with me if I spent $4 on a kind bar. So I went over to the Starbucks where it was only $2 and got it there. But you missed a crucial part of the story. You forgot your wallet <laughs> the first time you walked all the way to the Starbucks. <laughs> then she had to come back up, get her wallet. And go back down. So all in all, it took about 30 minutes to to save that $2. And just to mention that the Starbucks was in a casino, so I had to show my ID in order to get in, and it was just like this big mess, and I'm like, I just need a kind bar. 
But now you are nourished. You've got your Starbucks coffee and you are ready to rock. I'm ready to hit it. And we, we should be mentioning, guys, we are recording this poolside. We are on our road trip. If you've been following the podcast kind of live as, as we release them, we are on a road trip through the United States and we are recording this poolside at the Lay Meridian Hotel in New Orleans. Is it so, Lay or is it Le? Le. I don't know. It's French. <laughs> I'm not French. So we are recording poolside sitting out here in a little cabana. It is beautiful and a great time to record a podcast, but we're not recording a podcast about New Orleans. What we're doing is recording a podcast about Nashville. So if you're new to this podcast, first off, welcome. Um, thanks for joining us today. Subscribe to the podcast if you want more of this. But if you're also just new to this Destination Diary series, what we do here is we dive into a destination that we spend a, you know, a significant amount of time in to be able to give you a feedback of kind of on-the-ground reporting of what we like to eat, the activities we did, what we like to drink. And we have done Destination Diaries of different places all across the world. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Heth, can you name a few of the ones that we've done already? Uh, we've definitely done one for Chiang Mai. Right. I mean, we've done a couple for Thailand. We've done a Portland one. We've done a Philadelphia one. I think we've done a Japan one, haven't we? We have just done a Japan one. I've got a list here. I'm cheating. So I'm going to just rattle them off. You did pretty well. We've done a destination diary for Japan, Cape Town, South Africa, Chiang Mai, Thailand, Guatemala, Philadelphia, Portugal, Santiago de Compostela, Portland, Colorado, Croatia, and India. So if you guys are interested, if you're going to be heading to any of those destinations, or you just want to learn more about those destinations, go check out those destination diary episodes. And right now, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the one about Nashville because the two cities ago, we were in Nashville and we spent a week there and we had been to Nashville previously as well because Heather's sister, Julie, lives in Nashville. So all told, we've spent about two, two and a half weeks in Nashville and uh, starting to get a pretty good feel for the city. Yeah. And we have my sister who lives there. So we had a lot of good local recommendations and are like our own little tour guides. So I feel like we can pretty comfortably give some good recs on the city. Yeah. So let's let's jump in first. I mean, Nashville, when you think Nashville, you think live music. And um, obviously, I, I think that it cannot be overstated how awesome the live music scene is. You know, you hear about it. Okay, Nashville, Music City, all this kind of stuff. But if you like live music... And there not is just country. Not just and country. not just country. That's an important point. Yeah. There is no better place to go than to head to Nashville. We've been to Austin, and we're here in New Orleans, and, and all of it's great, you know, different styles. I still think, for my money, Nashville has the best live music. Well, we've definitely listened to the most live music in Nashville. So, you know, to be fair, in the other cities, I, I, I don't know. But I also think that Nashville has the best scene for music. Um, lots of cool artists coming through there, singer-songwriters and, you know, folksy stuff and country stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So are we going to talk about music we're, first or are we going to well, talk we, about... I think it, we're going to touch on music. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to tell them all what we're going to do. We're going to talk food. about music. Of course, we're going to talk about some of the attractions we've been to. We're going to talk about eating and drinking as well because that's what we love doing when we're traveling. So we, we can start. We can start with the food because that is kind of what uh, makes our days go around. what drives us. And uh, some of our favorite places that we really loved eating in Nashville. And we got to start with the hot chicken. Hot chicken. So if you don't know, if y'all don't know what hot chicken is, it's basically like it's spicy chicken. And it's kind of like a not a hot wing sauce, but some of them have sauce, some of them have rubs. And we've been to a few places for this hot chicken. And my favorite, are we starting with our favorites? Yeah, start. Just we're going to talk. We're going to run down a list of the ones we've been to. So my favorite is Hattie B's, I think, because 
it is just so good. The sides are really good. The ambiance there is just like pretty chill and fun. You order it, you know, at the counter and then you grab a table. And it was just, it's really, really good chicken. And Hattie B's, I'm going to jump off food for just a second because <laughs> I want to talk about getting around Nashville because I think that's important too. It, it's okay. difficult to get around Nashville if you don't have a car. You can Uber, but there isn't really that... You know, there's buses, but public transport it's is spread out. Yeah. So Hattie B's, you know, you're going to need a car if you go to Nashville. We'll talk about parking a little later in this episode. I'll give you kind of my uh, tip for how you can save money on parking downtown in Nashville. But Hattie B's is over in in it's Music, Music City. Row. Music, Music Row. Row, excuse me. And uh, there's going to be a line. It's very popular, especially with tourists. But we highly recommend that that you check it out. I, there's there's no reason not to wait in the line, especially if it's a nice day out, to get yourself some good hot chicken and some awesome yeah. sides. Absolutely. Now, we did venture out to the original hot chicken spot, which is Prince's, and that is far. So you you will not be able to make it there without a car. I mean, you can't even see downtown. Right. It's, from, it's, it's northeast like Nashville. Way far. Um, and it's divey. I mean, it is like in a strip mall. It's, you know... Quick, quick story. They call it the original hot chicken because apparently the guy who started Prince's, um, he loved his fried chicken, but he came home one night, late one night or didn't come home that night. And the next morning, his wife wanted to, uh, you know, make him pay penance for, for staying out late and just dumped a bunch of hot rub on the chicken on his on his Sunday fried chicken. And uh, he ate it. And instead of hating it, loved it. And that's the story. Apparently, goes that's the story. Hot chicken originated. And it was originated here at Prince's. It is divey. Again, you're going to need a car to get up there. You could Uber up there. It's it's a little ways. It's We're talking a good 15-minute drive from downtown Nashville. Um, but they open at 1130. We didn't know when they opened. We just showed up at 1128. And there was, there was a line. A, little, a, sh- a short line. And we're like, oh, no, there's going to be a line here. Well, that was just people. They hadn't opened. So as soon as they opened at 1130, well, actually, we got Actually, I think in. they opened at 11. And they didn't open the doors till 1130 or something. Because that's just how they roll. They make their own rules there. Because the, the sign on the door did say 11. But anyway, we were waiting in line to order the chicken. And we can't decide, you know, should we get hot? I mean, obviously, they're super mega hot, which... There's- that, there's you extra, know. extra yeah, hot. Extra, extra. There's extra hot. There's hot. And then they go, you know, medium or mild, medium, whichever one's first, and then like plain. And so, you know, we had to ask. We're like, all right, what should we get to the to the people around me? I was waiting in line. I'm like, well, you know, what's too hot? And the guy says, well, don't get the double extra hot. I was like, well, I'm not. I'm not. I had heard not to get that. Anyway, um, he said he's done double extra hot. It was awful. Uh, it made him like. You know, he's like, you can't do anything the rest of the day. So we decided on hot and, you know, it was eight dollars and we got a chicken and breast. Also, they only do chicken tenders, which are my favorite um, on Thursdays, on Thursdays, whereas Hattie B's any day you can get your tenders. Right. So <laughs> yeah, a little specialized there at Prince's. So we got a chicken breast. We got a little wing and uh, it comes on bread and it's all wrapped up. And we got French fries, which I like. They were a little potatoey. That was good because we got the hot and the hot was it was hot. too hot. I mean, we ate it, but my mouth was burning for a solid hour yeah. afterwards. All the heat is in the skin. I actually made the mistake of just grabbing a hunk of the kind of the skin first without any of the actual chicken meat, put it in my mouth as a first bite. And I was like, <laughs> it was blowing me away. Yeah, so, he started sweating. So it's pretty hot. I would maybe go for the medium. Um, if you like things really spicy, you can try the hot. But I'm telling you what, we like spicy food and... It was a little bit much. Definitely get a side, though. You're going to need yeah. something to soak up that heat. So the hot chicken, a must when you're in Nashville. Hattie B's is easier to get to. I would recommend you go to both. Try them out yourself. 
I preferred Prince's a little more. Heather preferred Hattie B's, so you can check that. One that we did go to, and we don't. it's not like we want to talk crap on anything, but we do want to tell you guys what we did and didn't like. I mean, this is a real look. So we had heard that Bolton's kind of formed this triumvirate of hot chicken. It was Hattie B's, Prince's, and Bolton's, also in East Nashville, a little closer to the city, though. And so we went to Bolton's, and, um, yeah, we didn't really enjoy yeah, it. avoid so, it at all costs, really. It's not worth your food intake for your time in Nashville. Right. So, all right, we started with the hot chicken. Another, But here, here's a thing that we didn't really think we would do a lot of in Nashville, and that was tacos. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't really think of tacos when you think of Nashville, but they have some pretty cool spots. And one of the first places we went to was Bar Taco, which is in 12 South, 12 South, 12 South which is a really fun street. They have lots of shops and restaurants and stuff like that. And my sister is like, I love Bar Taco. We go here a lot. So it was really good. You order from like a little checklist sheet, kind of like sometimes when you do sushi or whatever. Um, and it's cool. The ambiance in there is really fun. It's very like, I don't know, kind of classy or upscale-ish type taco place. Yeah, and it's quick. So you, you go, you sit down, you order it, and they bring it out. I mean, we got our food within five minutes yeah. maybe. And, you know, you order some and then you can get, you know, and then you kind of, oh, I'm still hungry. You get some more. So it's really easy to, to go and try a lot of different varieties of tacos. Think about $3 a taco. They're small. So it gets a little pricey because they are tiny. I mean, we're talking about like two-bite tacos. Yeah. So, I mean, we walked out of there and how much had we spent? And we didn't uh, we, even... Yeah, we'd spent about 40 bucks between yeah. the two and of us. And we didn't even get drinks. This right. isn't even with a margarita. So... so it's kind of expensive, but I mean, it depends on how hungry you are as well. And the scene is a very cool scene. Yeah. If and you so want something a little nicer. Definitely. 12 South recommend heading down to that area. You know, if you're unfamiliar with Nashville, again, using a car is going to be your best way. It is spread out. So, you know, if we're talking downtown Nashville, what we're referencing is Broadway. And that is the place where all the honky tonks are. And we're going to get to that. But that's the, the main strip right there in downtown Nashville. The arenas are there and all as well. So 12 South is south of that. Um, and also south of a region called the Gulch, which is also another neat area. So if you go to the Gulch in 12 South, um, new, totally like an yeah. area that used to not be very gentrified now yes. with new stores and shops and, you know, some chain restaurants, but some like a lot of local places and some boutiques and things like that. So it's definitely pretty cool and worth checking yeah, out. So walk around the Gulch. Um, you could walk between 12 South and the Gulch. You could also drive um, if you have the car. To the actual part of 12 South where the restaurants are, it is a bit of a hike, maybe two hike. miles. Yeah, probably from the yeah. Gulch. So yeah. you're looking at that. So definitely head to those areas uh, for sure. And there's a lot of cool places to eat and we're going to touch on breweries a little bit as well coming up and that's the, some of those are in that area um but we you know we're talking tacos and probably our favorite place to eat in nashville ended up being so. a taco place yes and we had heard about this recommended you know online i don't know if any of our readers actually recommended this place or not I think it was more an online google like we were just, thing. yeah googling and like on instagram and stuff and this place is called moss tacos let me tell you, their tacos are amazing. I mean, so good. Some of the best tacos we've had, even like in Mexico, in Austin, which had like an amazing taco scene. Um, we went there and it is, it's not like really a dive, but it's definitely grittier. Right. And it is in East Nashville as well. Again, this is an area that we would recommend checking out. What's cool about Nashville is the neighborhoods. And so this is just over the bridge from downtown. 
and in obviously you're going east and it's it's just a cool area that you know again you're gonna have to drive to get around but Mas taco is in a little it's not a shack but it's more or less looks like that kind of like and that. they have amazing th- they have about six different types of tacos per day mm-hmm. uh usually you know you get yeah. fish which was our i think the I fish think ended up favorite. being our favorite yeah. they have a cool um a really yummy v- vegetarian vegetarian one. sweet potato and quinoa so really cool delicious tacos good taco sauce um they three have fr- three dollars a taco three dollars for taco. any of the tacos mm-hmm. which i like it's basic consistent mm-hmm. three dollars a taco big tacos and um fried plantains like yeah delicious and also the elote which is the grilled corn with the mexican spices on it amazing right so you gotta go to mas we taco. went three times we did in two days three three days was three, it three, ti- times? three times in three days because yeah. we want to take your sister and we yeah. also wanted to go back get a quick bite um so mas taco definitely worth checking out which we did not expect that that would be one of our favorite places to eat Nashville a taco place one of the places that we should mention as well and we went to this place they, there's a few different ones they actually started in Asheville with an a North Carolina which we didn't eat at the main one when we were in Asheville before Nashville but we did eat here it's Tupelo honey and there's one in Franklin which is a suburb of Nashville and there's also one in downtown Nashville and good down home southern cooking we went to the one in franklin and it was it was really good it was delicious their food is just like every time you're gonna get it it's all gonna be really delicious so um yeah we really enjoyed that so if you get a chance to go to tupelo honey whether you're in nashville or whether you're anywhere else in the south Asheville, they have i think they're putting one in atlanta there's other ones around tennessee stuff like that tupelo honey definitely recommended heather got this big fried chicken sandwich that oh was my gosh i couldn't probably even eat half of it like a foot high yeah it was um, crazy it was crazy um now are you forgetting the really cool spot that we went to for the jazz and the nachos i am not forgetting okay i think that will lead us kind of right into into the live music the live music so one night we were downtown and we hadn't had dinner and it was like 9 30 and i was like i'm starving we have to get something to eat well my sister julie thank goodness we would never have known about this she said at bb king's which is a jazz club they have amazing amazing pulled pork nachos they were so good. We went. They weren't even that expensive either. So BB Kings is cool. I mean, it's got the live jazz band, which is like a house band. They're excellent. Super fun scene. There was like a right s- off Broadway. Right off so of if, Broadway. You, if you do go into Nashville and you stay down there, I mean, that's def- that's walkable. It's a block away. Yeah. So the music scene is cool. It's not country. It's jazz. And it's a couple dollars for the cover charge. You get to sit at, an, at a table. They have a whole full menu, but the nachos were humongous. And I think they were like $12. It wasn't even too pricey at all. Yeah, super fun scene. And again, a, a, something different from the, the country scene that you might be thinking, okay, it's only country music in Nashville. It certainly isn't. If we're talking, and, and this leads us into the live music venues and the place that we've gone. If you're going to Nashville, you're going to be, it's touristy, but it's touristy for a reason. You're going to be hitting up Broadway at some point and Broadway runs right through the city. And we're, there's a good four or five block stretch where it's all honky tonks and bars and things like that. And that's kind of where you go to get your, your live music fix other than a few of the other special venues we're going to tell you about but the honky tonks deserve some consideration and there's a few that we particularly enjoy yeah well number one is probably tootsies because it's got an outdoor deck so if you're there in warm weather 
It's like up on the third floor and you can just like sit out there, drink. You can see all of downtown Nashville. You've got live music. And I mean, I think it's mostly a lot of covers um, that the bands play, but it's still really fun. It's a good vibe. And even if you don't like country, it's still it's just going to be fun. Yeah, you can't really go wrong on Broadway with the honky tonks because what you do is you can hear the music. So you just dip in. You're like, oh, I like this. You know, some are places like Tootsie's, especially on the third floor, have more um, that bands that might be playing covers and sing along stuff and fu- a fun atmosphere where then you go to some of these other places that will have uh, people playing original songs. So, you know, Robert's Western World is right there. It's a boot shop during the day and then it turns into a honky tonk at night. We've we've hung out there. All these places have your typical, you know, regular beers and you're not going to get amazing food or anything at any of the honky tonks. No. But there's a stretch of... I mean, I would say there's at the least 10 to 15 of them cool in a row. Too. Yeah. We did spend some time in the tin roof. But yeah, I mean, you pop into any of them, but definitely Robert's, Tootsie's, and the tin roof are pretty cool spots. And, and we've been told that a classic to do, especially if, if you're drinking, is the fried bologna sandwich at Robert's, which we haven't done. Heather we've Shaker had at me. We've never um, done. But we got to check it out. We will check it out at one of the times. But you'll I'd go to Broadway. I'd rather go get the nachos. Yeah. Well, there you go. You go to Broadway. Um, What's really cool about how Nashville's laid out is that you have all the honky tonks and the strip of bars right there. And then right across from that is the big arena. So a lot of huge shows come through. So, for example, when we were there, Mumford & Sons came through. Um, you know, you're talking about Justin Bieber. Like, all your huge acts will come through right there. Or, conversely, if you want to see an NHL game, that's where the Nashville Predators play. And it's right there on Broadway. So that makes it really neat because you have all the honky tonks, you have everything. But we're from Philadelphia, and the stadiums aren't really downtown they're in the no. southern part there's not stuff around it here it's really neat because you have the major stadium right there you also then uh, right across the river across a pedestrian bridge you have the, the nfl the titans stadium where the stadium. titans play so all within walking distance so if you're a sports fan or you want to go see like a big show or a big concert or anything mm-hmm. like that all of those are within walking distance of of broadway for sure absolutely so definitely you know that's going to be a place that you ch- that you're going to hit up broadway Great live music every night. Here's the other cool thing. It's all throughout the day. I think the Honky Tonks might open it at 10, 11 a.m. Yeah, it's and kind of hopping anytime you go. Obviously, it's busier at night, but we were there during like the early afternoon and people were still out and about, you know, because it's touristy. So it's just going to have a fun vibe no matter what time of the day um, you're there. Yeah, and Tootsie's, as Heather mentioned, was our favorite because it does. Not many of them have the third floor roof deck and Tootsie's does um, and what's neat about Tootsie's it has three levels and all three levels have different people performing so you just can meander through oh I'm, I want to go up top and you listen there for a while and then you go down to the second level you listen to people there so you will definitely be hitting up the Honk Tunks as well you should there's also uh, Printer's Alley which is back off Broadway a couple blocks and they have a, a pretty famous blues bar right there I, it's for i forget what it's yeah, called but it's like it's the bayou it's blues the only club. blues place on printer's alley printer's alley is very small and that is not hopping during the day there is nothing happening there so that's more of an evening thing right and i we would suggest too if you're looking for a place to stay so for us we've always stayed we have not stayed in downtown nashville we've stayed in the suburb of franklin uh because that's where heather's sister lives and things like that but if you are going to stay you 
my recommendation, if you want, if you're only going for a few days, would be finding a place close to Broadway and then kind of walking there and then Ubering out or taking a. Do people even take taxis? I don't know. Or if you have a car, um, driving out to some of these other live music places that we're going to recommend, or to 12 South yeah. or over further out. In so East let's Nashville. get into the live music places that are not the honky tonks now. There is one right off of Broadway called The Listening Room. We did not actually go to it because we just didn't get time because we went to the other spots that we like. But we've heard great things about it. I think it's $5. That's it to get in. Very singer-songwriter-ish. singer-songwriter-ish. But it's, it's new, so you can get in a lot easier than you can these other two places that we're about to talk about. So that's The Listening Room. That's in downtown right off Broadway. Yeah, the one that everyone knows if you watch Nashville, even if you don't watch Nashville, the show. Nashville, TV show. Nashville, and I don't, but I knew about it from Heather, who does, is the Bluebird Cafe. And so Bluebird is much more difficult to get into. It is worth the pilgrimage. I will tell you, hands down, that it was the best experience that I had in Nashville the entire time. I, well, I should say tied for the best because the other place we're going to mention is also really good. So Trav decided to I'm not trying to, to go, rub this in. Trav decided to go to the Bluebird and it was one of the days, you know, we'd been doing a lot and I wanted to spend some time with my sister because we were going to be leaving the next day. And I honestly didn't think Trav would be able to get into the Bluebird because if you know you're going to go, you can make reservations, but they only open up a week in advance and they usually sell out as soon as they open. Right. And so, and so how the Bluebird works, there's about... 80 seats in their max and it's just a tiny cafe and they have two shows a night one that starts at six and one that starts at nine i believe or maybe it's eight thirty. and they usually do uh, you know sometimes i'll have special guests come in and do a, a full show but what they typically do and what's the, the fun thing that i got to see was in the round so they'll have four musicians sit in a circle in the middle and they will each take turns playing a song. And then, you know, they'll talk to each other. So they might hop in with each other. And typically, uh, the earlier show are people that aren't as famous. So they're up and coming. And then the 839 show is people that, that might be well-known. But what's really cool is some of these up-and-comers still are well-known people. So the night that I went, there's a guy who used to open for Dave Matthews named Boots Otsenal or something. He's Norwegian. Um, there was a girl who is actually on the show Nashville um, now called Allie. Um, I can't remember her last I, name. I don't know. She's on the show now. So it's just so it's super high but, quality. But what did you have to do to get in? So and Let's talk right, about so this that. is how you get in. So if you're someone who wants to go to the Bluebird and there's a lot of people out there who want to go to the Bluebird a week before you can get tickets. But they, as Heather mentioned, they sell out right away. I, I was talking to people in line. I didn't try to get tickets because I didn't know we were going to do this. But I was talking to people in line who said we got on right away and we couldn't even get tickets. So what I would suggest you do is try to get tickets reservations ahead of time. That is two dollars and fifty cents for the six o'clock show. Okay, that's it. To get the reservations, you can pick your table, everything like that. The closer you can get to the performers, the better. It, I was literally one seat away from them, and uh, it was amazing. So that's the first way. If you don't get in that way, what you can do is you can start lining up outside of the Bluebird. So I got there at 4.30, and I stood in line, and the show starts at 6. And so they have about 24 open and, seats. And 4.30 is even a little, almost too late to... It was almost too late. I was one of the last people to get in. So I would suggest showing up around 4. four. And uh, you stand outside in line. You just hang out in this like strip mall area uh, where the Bluebird is. And you wait. 
And but you would think, oh, that's kind of lame. Like I don't want to show up early. Standing in line was actually really fun. You get to meet the people who are there. Everyone's saying why, where they come from. A lot of people are tourists who are going in. Um, you, I guess it's not allowed, but you can bring beers. People would bring beers and hang out and drink a little bit. And um, so you can get in and you can sit at the bar or you can sit at the pews. There's about 24 seats there. I did not get in in that group. Okay, but what happens if people with reservations don't show up? then you can get in. So I actually sat at the table that was right next to the people performing because there was one empty seat. Why? I don't know. I don't know if it was a reservation that didn't show up or they're just, you know, happened to be an empty seat. Whatever. Whatever. You lucked out, which is awesome because I decided not to go because I didn't think that you would get in, first of all. But I was wishing for you. You know, I had my fingers crossed the whole time. So I'm super excited that you did get in. But I ended up not going and um, Trav went and he said it was the best thing he did the whole time. And then he did rub it in a little bit, a little bit that night because he had a couple beers and he was like, oh, I can't believe you didn't come and, you know, whatever. But it's worth the pilgrimage. It's worth the pilgrimage. It's worth standing in line. Okay. It's a sev- just to finish off exactly how to do it. It's a $7 minimum not not a cover, but like food or drink minimum. So there's it's free to get in. Yeah. So we should you- say the reservation are two fifty a person. Or it's free to get in for this early six o'clock show, but you have to spend seven dollars on beer or food. You know, and it's all evenly priced, like five dollar beers, I think four five or six dollar wines, and like typical like cafe bar food. So it's not like they're gouging you on that either, which is really neat. And it is an amazing experience because the people are awesome, the acoustics are great, and you get, you're in some you're basically in someone's living room. So if you're a fan of the show Nashville, or even if you're not, I highly recommend checking it out. Going there, if you can't get reservations, probably starting at four. I'm not going to guarantee you'd get in then, but you'd have a pretty good shot. Yeah, and knowing that you could have fun while you're in line, hanging out with other people and enjoying that experience. I mean, I don't know if everyone would have fun, but Travis finds fun no matter where he goes. So It was fun, <laughs> I think, for everyone else in line with us because we had a beer and just no, chill and I, I people were talking. You, and it was saying. nice weather. If it was yeah. raining, it would certainly not be fun. Sure, sure. Yeah, it was a really nice day. So then the other spot that we absolutely love, and we did this both times we were in Nashville, and we were so impressed the first time, that we came, we did it this time as well, and that is Whiskey Jam, which is only Monday nights at Winners on Music Row. So it's like a pretty divey bar. Winners and Losers, they're owned, I guess, by the same people. I they're think they're right next to each right other. Right next to each other. You really can't miss them. But every Monday night, starting at I think eight p.m. Yeah, they, they say they they say the time changes, but I think it's typically around eight. Yeah, but you should also get there early because it gets packed, it gets crowded, but it's absolutely free. And I don't know if they have like a cutoff of there's a maximum capacity issue. Doesn't seem like Doesn't it. Doesn't seem like it because I mean, people get packed in there. I mean, you are like, you know, it, it's but it's so fun. It's so worth it. And the people who run it are just really down to earth. These two guys started it, I guess, a couple years ago, and it's just been wildly successful. And, and they have great acts coming. They have there. really great acts. Bands will come and play three songs, three or four songs, about, and yeah. and then the next will come on. So you know, if it start's at eight, and it usually runs till about eleven thirty or midnight. Again, it's, it's just least, a bar, so you can at leave least whenever. Four to five different groups of people who at play. least at, at least. least, and sometimes you get you know some pretty well known people in there. You know, whether they're writers for big musicians, like the first time we went, we saw. The Cadillac Three, and they are huge writers for like Keith Urban, and they've written some really popular. And songs. And they have some and, stuff on the radio and themselves. They have stuff, yeah, they're great. So the second time we came, Josh Grayson was there. Who you know, if you remember, I think finished third in American Idol. You would have 
If you're a country music fan, you would have heard his music. The week before, apparently, Lee Bryce, another pretty big country name, came and he brought Peyton Manning along with him and they were singing together up on stage. <laughs> so, But I mean, and when we say stage, it's a bar oh, stage. It's yeah. really it's small. small. So you could be like three, four feet away from the guy who hosts. It's fun. They give out like hats sometimes and they mm. give out free shots it's just a really cool atmosphere starting around starting on it's on monday every monday from about 8 to eleven thirty or midnight again you don't have to stay the whole time you don't have to show up in the beginning if you want a table you have to get there at probably six six when we we got there at seven remember because we thought it started around seven or seven thirty and all the tables were already gone yeah so if you want a table get there that early yeah, but, but we just it's stand. fun to stand anyway because like you know it's it's Fun music, so you're going to want to move around. One of the coolest things you can do in Nashville, for sure. And again, totally free at Winners. probably, I would say, easier to get into than the Bluebird. Definitely. Oh, well. 100%. Hands down. Easier than the Bluebird. So you've got Whiskey Jam at Winners on Monday nights only. You've got the Bluebird. And you've got the listening room, which we didn't do, so we can't say for sure, but we've heard great things. We've about heard it. great things. And again, you can pay, I think it's five dollars to get in there, so it's a, easier to get in than the bluebird as well. It doesn't sell out and it is right downtown. So if you don't have a car and you don't feel like making the trek to the bluebird, you can walk to it easily. And then you got all the honky tonks on um, Broadway there. So that covers your live music. So it's really neat because a lot of people we talked to, like uh, we actually talked to a family the other day and they said, yeah, we Nashville is cool. We just thought there'd be better live music. And they'd only go to the honky tonks. And we said, well, did you know, did you know about Whiskey Jam? Did you know about Bluebird, the listening room? And they're like, no. So it's just, that's another way to see another side of Nashville, a little bit of I don't want to say the underbelly because it's not seedy. That usually means seedy, but just stuff <laughs> no, that isn't as well yeah, known. Yeah, it's not as well known. It's Yeah, you kind of have to search it out. And yeah, it's definitely worth a little bit of extra effort. And, and so outside of live music, that's why you're going to be going to Nashville. Live music and food, and we've given you that. But there's a lot of other activities you can do. One of them that we recommend, and Heth, I think you could speak to this because I'm a bit of a country music fan, so I had always wanted to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. It's about $20 a person. You were like, well, yeah, we should go if we're here. What were your, you know, what did you end up thinking about it as compared to what you thought before you went? Okay, so I am not like a huge country music fan. I can jam out to it. Like if any of you have listened to our road trip podcast, like it's fun in the summer with the windows down. And that's, you know, about my maximum. She didn't know George Jones. I didn't. Okay, yeah. I, which is fair. I, which, didn't know I mean, George there's going to be a lot of people I, listening who don't know George yeah, Jones. Yeah, I don't know some fans. of these, you know, big old time old school. Like, I mean, I knew Johnny Cash, obviously. But you know what? This is kind of like embarrassing i didn't even know that elvis like i know memphis is elvis's town but he also was like in nashville a bit so there's all this other history okay so go to the country music hall of fame basically it's cool it's cool (laughs) it's cool i really enjoyed it not even being a huge country music fan they have a lot of interesting exhibits about just like the history of music in the South. And it's really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we were in there like three hours. Yeah, about I, three hours. And they closed. Like and they I would have spent another half hour yeah. in there. You, you could do it in two you're probably going to want it if you're looking I mean, to budget like your to time. Read two to a lot three of hours. History facts. So I mean, we're going through everything and we're reading a lot of this stuff. But you know, you don't have to spend that much time in there. But it's definitely worth it. Also, they have Elvis's gold-plated car. 
yes. in there and piano. And I mean, that's pretty cool to see. Th- they've got some really neat stuff. They had a Bob <laughs> Dylan exhibit when we were there as well. That might not still be there when you decide to go, but it was neat. So yes, it's, it's not just, I mean, it's country music focused, of course, but there's a lot more to it. And uh, we would highly recommend the Country Music Hall of Fame. We haven't got to the Johnny Cash Museum, so we can't uh, talk about that. But that seems neat. Like, I would definitely go had I had more time. Um, a few other things, like activities around. And this is another one we haven't gone to. Typically, we only talk about the things we've done. But because Heather's sister lives there, and we trust her because she's taken us to really cool stuff, she mentioned about Arrington Vineyards. Yes. Uh, the, the winery, which is about f- only about 15 minutes. And I have tried Arrington Wine. Actually, I didn't tell you this. Oh. But outside of the Bluebird, the people had gone to the Arrington um, Vineyards beforehand. They brought out a bottle, and I tasted some of it. It was very good. So it's yeah. only about 15 minutes outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we hear it's gorgeous yeah, and just a fun time. My sister has been multiple times. I mean, four, five times. And she loves it. So we didn't get a chance to do it on this trip. But especially if the weather is nice, you could sit outside and you can picnic and stuff like that. So... Yeah, recommend that. Speaking of getting outside of Nashville, one of the cool towns that you can visit, again, with a car, makes it super easy. Nashville is very easy if you're from the East Coast or if you're from Los Angeles. Talking about driving around Nashville, much easier than any of those major type of metropolitan areas. You can get out to a a cool little town called Franklin, where Heather's sister Julie lives. And um, it's a a suburb of Nashville, but it has its own downtown as well. We're talking... You know, five streets, like five yeah, blocks, very maybe. Cute shops, good restaurants. We love Grays on Main. Grays on Main. If you're out in Franklin, get the hot chicken sandwich. That's one of our favorite things to eat when we're in Nashville. It's We've so been good. there four times in yeah. two trips. It's so good. Um, so yeah, we love Franklin. It's a cool spot to just walk around and get the vibe of that really beautiful, quaint town. Um, another thing that we did was we went to Bellmead the last time we were in Nashville, and that is a cool tour of a plantation. And they also have like a little wine tasting there. It's really beautiful. You also got Andrew Jackson's home, which is the Hermitage. And we did not do this. But again, my sister's been and she said it's amazing. So there's lots of historical places that you can visit if you're kind of sick of being downtown and you want to see the countryside and these beautiful estates that are right around Nashville. Yeah. And and again, easy drive out to Franklin. If you're not doing it during rush hour, you're talking 20 minutes 20 uh, to downtown from downtown Nashville to downtown Franklin, probably 30 minutes. But yeah, get out see the countryside a little bit and then get to see another little town. And as we said, Grays on Main with a hot chicken sandwich um, makes it worth it for a little lunch or or dinner spot there. One of the things that we did, an activity that we love, of course, is coffee and beer. So we can, we'll, we'll round out the Nashville um, destination diary here with coffee and beer. Obviously, Heather, the coffee connoisseur, connoisseur. connoisseur. Me, the beer connoisseur, although I think she's taking this mantle from me as well. So start with a few places for people to get coffee. Okay, so number one, one of my favorite places is the Funky Monkey. There's one in downtown Franklin. Frothy Monkey. So yeah, sorry, I'm thinking of Thailand. The Frothy Monkey. Thank you. Um, There's one in downtown Franklin. There's a few in Nashville, right in Nashville. I think at least two. And their coffee is just really good. They have good sandwiches and salads and stuff if you want a lighter lunch. I've also been to Crema, which I love. I mean, their coffee is really good. Amazing, cute little spot right in. Was that your favorite 
place in Nashville? In Nashville, probably. Probably. I liked it a lot. And I liked the actual coffee shop. I think the coffee shop, it was really cool. And then we also went to Barista Parlor, which is over on the east side in East Nashville. And while it is a very cool hipstery scene, the coffee was like kind of expensive. It was like $5.50 for a cappuccino, which is only like a dollar more, dollar fifty more than other places, but I don't know. Just like... We'd be remiss. You're talking about something that's a little expensive, but maybe worth it. We forgot when we were talking about eating something that is a very expensive, but well worth it, and that is Jenny's ice cream. Oh, And you okay. can find Jenny's. That's there's right. a bunch of different ones. There's one in the Gulch. Um, I think there's one down in 12 South. There's one down. I, there's probably one downtown. There's somewhere. one in East Nashville. They're all over. Um, they actually started, I think, in Ohio. Uh, something it, yes, like that. Yes, it's not a Nashville like local thing. No, but it is something in the South. You'll see a lot of Jenny's ice cream, and it is a little expensive. It's five dollars for a single scoop. A single but scoop. they let you split scoop, which we love, which means two flavors. It's yeah, a healthy and portion. One scoop is plenty. It's plenty, and it is just delicious. It's it is delicious. So creamy. Their flavors are amazing. So it's worth it. They have an awesome peanut butter with chocolate speckles. So Um, good. They also have an almond butter brickle. This is making me really hungry and want ice cream. (laughs) Um, But definitely head to Jenny's if you're looking for some ice cream. That's what happens when you don't eat a kind bar before the podcast. That's right. And now I'm hungry. Now I'm famished (laughs) and I need food. Um, And and the last kind of thing that we're going to touch on then is is the breweries because we we did hit up a bunch of breweries in Nashville. I would say we're we're, we were a bit spoiled because we were coming from Asheville, North Carolina, which has some of the best, the best breweries, breweries in the world. So going to Nashville, little underwhelmed. That's not to say that if you like breweries, you shouldn't check some of these out. And um, the, the four that we checked out, one is Southern Grist. That's pretty far out there in Nashville. And Neat it's little relatively spot. new, isn't it? Relative, I think it's under well, a, a year old. A lot of them are relatively new. It's yes. kind of a new... The breweries are a new scene in Nashville. Yeah. And uh, they had a really cool like coconut IPA. So Southern Grist tried some stuff out, um, liked it. Didn't love it, but well worth it if you're going to be out in that East Nashville area. It's just it's cool to drive around East Nashville, hit up Southern Grist. Um, we went to Jackalope, which is closer to the Gulch. Didn't love Jackalope. I didn't Jackalope. really like it at all. There's another one called Tennessee Brew Works, which we didn't hit, but that's right there. So if you want to do like a walking brewery tour, there are three right around there. Um, Cezanne, which is also near Jackalope, is a really tiny little place. They're only open Thursday through Sunday, I think. But cool, worth it again if you're doing a little walking yeah, I didn't tour. try any of the beer there. And uh, and our your favorite, and uh, maybe my favorite, I like Southern Grist, Grist as much as this one, though. Um, co-favorite, Smith & Lens, which is also in East Nashville, but, East Nashville. but pretty, close pretty close to, to downtown. downtown. And across the street from Fat Bottom Brewery, which we didn't go to. Which we didn't hit up. But Smith & Lens was my favorite. First of all, the inside is really cool. They had ping pong. So as far as like the interior, like how like because breweries, some of the my favorite parts about going to breweries is the way they're set up inside. Yeah, because the vibe, some of the them are really cool and like how they decorate and all that type of stuff. So Smith and Lens definitely had like the coolest vibe inside. Now the their back patio, they, they just started to. They're only yeah. been around for a couple months. It didn't transition to the outdoor space, which kind of looked like you were in a prison yard. But though I'm sure they'll be updating it because we were only there in April and it just happened to be a beautiful day. So it was like 75 degrees. So we wanted to sit outside. 
So that being said, one of my favorite beers was there, and that was a Mosaic. I can't remember the exact name of it. But it was but their it was, Mosaic IPA. It was their Mosaic IPA, and it was excellent. I, we kept getting these little tasters of it, and I just kept going back. Not tasters, like the four-ounce you know, pours. And I kept no, going back. they were back. half pints. Oh, were they half yeah, pints? Yeah, you were feeling it by the end there. Okay, yeah, so I had like three or four of them. They were so good. Yeah, so definitely breweries are worth it if you're into, into beer. I mean, as we said, we are spoiled. It's not like you're going to be in Asheville or Portland, Oregon or anything like that. But you could listen to Portland, Oregon, Destination Diary and head there if you're interested in breweries. But uh, definitely something to do. And I want to leave this with a tip because I love giving an, a kind of a tip. I mean, first off, our general impression of Nashville, we love it. Um, if you like live music, even if it's not country or country is not your thing, uh, Heather's other sister was like, well, I don't love country music. Why would I go there? It's well, it's a really fun city regardless. Good food, fun vibe. And, uh, you know, touristy, which which gives it a cool vibe every day of the week then because people are always out on Broadway. So my overall impression would be one of my favorite cities. We've done some of our favorite cities lists, and this finds it on there. But Nashville is climbing the rankings. One of my favorite cities in the U.S. Oh, yeah. I love it. I could see ourselves living there at least for some part of the year. Like the warmer months, <laughs> obviously. But not too warm. Not I think this warm. spring is a great yeah, time. Yeah, the spring, spring April, May, June, great times to visit Nashville. We love it there. There is so much to do, so much to eat, so much to drink. And we've tried to hit on all of that. And I'd yeah. love to make it to a Titans game, so maybe we'll go back in the fall. Oh, one last shout out. We also went to the zoo. And if you have a family, I mean, maybe just Trav and I wouldn't have gone, but my sister nannies and she had these two little kids with her. So we went to the zoo. And if you have kids, it is a fun little 15 minutes from downtown Nashville. And you can spend a couple hours there. And it's a pretty impressive zoo, actually. So for sure, worth it if you enjoy zoos or if you have children and you want to take them to the zoo. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking about Nashville and we've given you some eating, drinking, live music tips I, and all that kind of stuff. I want to give you a, a way to save money tip because, again, we're, you know, if you can do it, it's good. It makes you feel better. If you, you are in Nashville. You know Trav has tips. I mean, I can't wait to talk about your New Orleans tips because we found some doozies we here, too. We have. And we will do a New Orleans destination diary as well, guys. Uh, hold us to that. A little teaser here. Yeah. But we... Okay, so we talked about having a car. And so you can do Nashville without a car if you're only going to go for a couple of days and spend it in Broadway. You can go right from the airport, take an Uber, stay right downtown. We, we, again, we didn't talk about staying so much, but that's because we haven't ever stayed at any of the hotels. But there's hotels right there. Our friends do have a few Airbnb properties right down like a block from Broadway. Uh, we'll try to link them up in the show notes, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods if you want to see their specific listings. But there's Airbnb place all over. But so you don't need a car if you're only going for two or three days or a weekend. But if you want to see some of this other stuff that we've told you about, and you don't want to Uber everywhere, and you have a car, you've driven in, it gets a little pricey to park downtown. Um, so if you want to save money, what we found is if you go south of Broadway, called Sobro, uh, like Sobro, where the listing price is, if you go a little ways, and we're talking over to Peabody Street or Leah Avenue, and you go over that way, um, there is it stops becoming metered parking. Okay, so you can then park for free and leave your car there as long as you want on the street. So it is about a 10 minute walk, 10 to 15 minute walk to Broadway. 
Um, and Easily I sh- doable. We did it multiple times. Just one little tip. Be careful where you park because there are some streets that are slightly, you know, in a sketchier area. Right. But there are plenty of spots where you like you'll see that there's more businesses or industry or, you know, any you obviously you can just tell by where it is, whether you think it might be safe to park. there. Right. So if you head on over, if you see Peabody Street, that's kind of, I believe, where it begins. Stop being paid parking. You can park there. If you are gonna, you can park overnight. I believe after seven p.m. It might be eight p.m. Right in downtown Nashville, I think the meters stop. Now you know, check the street signs and all that. But you could probably park there until like eight in the morning, and then you could move your car over here. And again, it's a 10, 15 minute walk. You could leave your car. You could leave your car overnight there. So if you're gonna use your car once or twice, but you don't want to move it a lot check out those places free parking we saved ourselves a boatload of money on parking when we went down there just by doing that um over there by leah street and peabody street in sobro south of broadway area um so that's it guys for for nashville one of our favorite cities in the u.s we highly recommend you check it out live music drinks all types of great stuff and if you like this destination diary episode where we kind of give you on the ground experience what we've done what we've seen what we've liked what we haven't liked you know it's like a it's like a friendlier trip advisor right a more unique personalized trip advisor check out some of our other podcasts that we've done you can get the whole list at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods you can also find them on itunes or stitcher however you're listening to this and uh we'll rattle off the ones that we've done so that you can see some of the areas that we've been to and that we've done destination diaries on so heather just rattle off the uh, destination diary list that we've done before we've got japan cape town south africa chiang mai thailand guatemala philadelphia portugal santiago de compostela which is in spain portland oregon not maine uh colorado croatia india and now obviously nashville there you go. And if you guys have uh, favorite recommendations for Nashville or any other place that, or you want us to do a destination diary on a place, don't forget you can tweet us. We've been getting a lot more active on Twitter. It's a really fun way to interact with people. My mom actually is on Twitter now. So Amazing. She can, so she can interact with me. I think she got on just to interact with me. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, or you can tweet Heather as well. At Sartorial Stripe. At Sartorial Stripe. And of course, you can leave a comment on the show notes, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. Don't forget, if you guys are looking for a good travel backpack, we have an awesome sponsor, Tortuga Backpacks. You can get 10% off your entire order over at tortugabackpacks.com by using the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off. And that is it for today. Thank you all for tuning in. If you are new to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. That way you'll get it automatically every week right to your phone and you won't even have to do anything. So thanks for the support. As always, guys, thanks for making us the number one rated podcast on iTunes. Travel podcast on iTunes. We haven't beaten Serial yet. <laughs> Not the number one podcast, unfortunately. But maybe you can make it happen. Um, and until next time... Happy free travels! I'll show you Paris.